The Z-Ball Podcast is a casual conversation that occasionally delves into mature subjects and may contain vulgar adult language. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to the Z-Ball Podcast and week 7 of the Scorching 6 Picks. Recording this on a Thursday night in Southern California. Fresh off of another Thursday night game. The Browns got a narrow 17-14 victory over the Broncos uh, at home. Uh, Case Keenum filled in for Baker Mayfield and Dearness Johnson did well on the ground. 146 yards and a touchdown. And they were able to survive... uh, with kind of some of the injuries that they had, uh, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt out as well. So a good win for them uh, to kind of get back on track and move to 4-3 and three on the season. Meanwhile, uh, Denver, fourth straight loss after winning their first three games of the season. So we'll see what uh, the future holds for them. But nonetheless, it should be an exciting Week 7. Uh, joining me tonight, Rebound. What up, Rebound? What's up, Zebo? How's it going? Doing well, uh, looking forward, or not really looking forward actually, to this week seven slate. It's kind of a week slate in my opinion, but nonetheless, uh, we got to choose six games each week. Let's start with game number one, which is actually a pretty good game that I'm looking forward to. Tennessee at home, coming off a Monday night win over Buffalo, hosting the 3-3 three and three Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs giving four and a half rebound, what do you think? This is going to be a good one. Obviously, Tennessee, huge upset versus the Bills on Monday night, like you said. Uh, I just think that was Josh Allen slipping. Uh, that was a bad play. I'm not saying you know, it was the wrong play to go for it, but uh, still, uh, you got to give it to the Titans. Derrick Henry's playing lights out, playing MVP football. He's got to be in that conversation. Uh, this is going to be a good Kansas City stepping it up. Mahomes is playing better now, not great, but better. Uh, the run game is doing good, even with Clyde Edwards-Hilaire out. Darrell Williams is stepping in. And Kansas, Kansas City just got to throw the ball to Tyreek Kilmore, and they'll be fine. And, and But I, I'm going to roll with Kansas City on this one, minus four and a half. Okay, for sure. Uh, I'm going to have to disagree and go the other way. I like uh, Tennessee at home in this one. I think they're going to be able to kind of do similarly what they did in the last couple of weeks with Henry, uh, have him kind of control uh, the line of scrimmage, control the clock. And I think, as we've seen with the Chiefs, uh, they can't really stop anyone. I mean, they did limit uh, Washington football team last week to 13. That was their best defensive outing of the year for sure. But I think... Uh, even with Tennessee, aside from Henry in the running game, they have a pretty decent pass game with uh, A.J. Brown, Julio Jones. And I think I, th- I just think they're going to be able to put points on the board against the Chiefs defense, weak defense. And they're going to be able to cover the four and a half. But I, I think the Chiefs win a close one. I'll say 28-27. And they move to four and three on the season. Game number two, we got... Uh, 
The Dolphins, uh, losers of five straight games after the week one win over New England, hosting the Atlanta Falcons. Atlanta laying two and a half rebound. What do you think? This is going to be a good one, obviously. I mean, the Dolphins have just been shit. Unfortunately, dealing with a lot of injuries. Uh, Tua just has not been really that good, and there's rumors that he might get moved, and they're in the talks with Deshaun Watson. So, I mean, even though that trade isn't done yet, to when, you're, when your name is in a trade discussion, like, you kind of... It hurts you mentally, even though he's not going to say it. It's definitely going to hurt him. Uh, Devontae Parker's out. Will Fuller's out. This team is very banged up. Their run game is so-so with Miles Gaskins and a couple of other running backs. I think... Salvan Ahmed. Salvan Ahmed, yeah. Uh, I think... Uh, oh, uh, both defenses suck. That, that's one positive for both teams. That, that's like the only... But overall, I think Falcons have a better offense. I think quarterback, I would give to my Atlanta. Receivers, I would definitely go with Calvin Ridley and Cordell Patterson. And then tight end is definitely Kyle Pitts. I, I think uh, definitely Atlanta covers and wins by a touchdown. All right, yeah, I'm going to have to agree. I think Dolphins just uh, kind of in a state of shambles and... Uh they're not really liking how Brian Flores is doing this season with some of their uh, coaching decisions, clock management, stuff like that. So, And I think, uh, as we've seen with Atlanta, whether they win or lose, uh, they're able to put up points on the board, 20-plus, I think, in all the games they've had this season. So I, I think they're going to continue that trend, uh, continue to score. And I like them to uh, cover the 2.5. So I'll swallow the 2.5 with Atlanta on the road. And I have them winning uh, 31-24 in this one and moving to 3-3 three and three on the season. Game number three, we got another early afternoon game. We got the New York football Giants at home, 1-5, hosting the Carolina Panthers, who are on a three-game losing streak. Panthers are still without McCaffrey and laying three points on the road. Rebound, what do you think? You know, this is going to be an interesting one. Uh, the Giants have been pretty solid. Danny Dimes stepping it up. Uh, I'm not sure if Saquon's playing or not. Uh, I haven't heard anything about that. that that's a pretty, a pretty big deal. And also Kenny Galladay. Uh, I think Kadarius is doubtful. Even yeah, I mean, Kadarius Tony. They're just banged up. I'm, I'm yeah. under, they're, they're receiving core. I mean, Slayton's questionable as well, so. Yeah, they're just banged up. That, that's big time shit, you know? I mean. But I'm going to have to roll with Carolina. I've been going with Carolina like probably the last three weeks, but I think overall they're the better team. And I think Stephon Gilmore is finally going to play this week. I think that's a huge deal. Even without McCaffrey, I mean, I think Sam Darnold can get it done uh, with DJ Moore. But, yeah, I'm going to take the Panthers minus three. All right, yeah, I'm going to agree. I, I just don't trust the Giants. I mean, just considering... Even if they did kind of have their uh, array of weapons, it's just hard to kind of trust them. Uh, they turn the ball over a lot. Uh, offensive line is bad. Uh, they can't really stop anyone defensively. As you saw last week against the Rams, the Rams put up 38 points. Obviously, the Panthers are not as high-powered offensively as the Rams uh, with Sean McVay and stuff, but I, I still think they're going to be able to move the ball, put up points. Uh, 
temperature shouldn't be that bad at East Rutherford and MetLife Stadium. And the Panthers, I think, should have their way uh, with the Giants and be able to win comfortably, in my opinion. I'll say uh, 24-14 Panthers, and they move to 4-3 on the season. Game number four, we got Baltimore at home hosting this 4-2 Cincinnati Bengals. Baltimore giving 6.5. Rebound, what do you think? This is going to be a really, really good game. Obviously, both teams coming off major big wins. Obviously, we can start out with Baltimore coming off a 34-6 ass whooping to the Chargers. And then we got... The Bengals coming off, I believe, like, what was it, 34-11 or something like that? Yeah, they beat Detroit pretty handily. Yeah, something like that. And they, they whooped Detroit. Uh, who's at home on this one? Baltimore. This is going to be a really good game. I think, as, oh, man, I really like the Bengals here, but I think Baltimore wins but doesn't cover. I think they win by four, exactly. This is going to... Both teams are very good. The Bengals are good. I mean, but Lamar has been playing lights out. Uh, overall, their receiving core isn't that good. So as long as they feed Mark Andrews, they'll be good. But overall, I think Cincinnati has a better offense. Defense, it's pretty even. Uh, if you go by the record this year, Cincinnati has a better defense. But I like... It's Cincinnati to cover, Baltimore to win. Yeah, I mean the Ravens. I mean you've seen the games they played in. They're all they've all been relatively close, aside from the one last week uh, when they whooped uh, the LA Chargers at home. But aside from that, they've pretty much been in close games. That Monday night to open the game, open the season, excuse me, against Las Vegas. Then the Sunday night against Kansas City. Then Monday night a few weeks ago at home versus Indianapolis. So I think this is going to be another close game. This is a divisional rivalry game, NFC North, or AFC North, excuse me. And the Bengals, uh, kind of the first time they, they're on track to make the playoffs since, I think, the 2015 season. So uh, it's good uh, that we kind of uh, see them playing well. So And then I think both teams are going to be able to score points. It's going to be a high-scoring game, in my opinion. So I'm going to agree with you, Rebound. Uh, take the road dog. Uh, Bengals getting 6.5 on the road. But I think the Ravens are definitely going to win the game, excuse me. I'll say 31-30 Ravens, and they move to 6-1 on the season, but the Bengals uh, cover the 6.5-point spread. Game number five, we're going to move into the late afternoon window of games. Uh, we got Las Vegas at home, 4-2, coming off a dominant win in Mile High versus Denver, hosting the Philadelphia Eagles, who are 2-4, and four, and giving three points at home. What do you think, Rebound? Philly and who? Las Vegas at home, hosting Philly. Oh, this is going to be a really good one. Obviously, the Raiders have been playing really good, coming off a big win versus the Broncos in Denver. That's huge. And then Philly, I believe they lost last week, right? Yeah. And but I think they're gonna win this one. I think Philly Philly's offense is really good. I like I'm a big Devontae Smith fan. I think they need to run the ball more with Miles Sanders. I don't know what's what the hell is going on with that. Uh come on man. You gotta use your running back properly. Only giving him like eight carries. 
that that's what the, is, is going bad for Philly, and they need to the coaching staff needs to get back together, and they need to learn from the Ravens how to use a quarterback properly. But I think Philly covers and wins straight out. Okay, so you got Philly plus three and to win outright. Uh, I think it's going to be, I mean, I don't know kind of where to go here. I mean, just I picked against the Raiders last week. I thought they'd come out flat. But obviously they went the other way and showed an inspired performance, played really well both offensively and defensively in Mile High versus Denver in a divisional rivalry type game. Then the Eagles on the other side, uh, after beating Carolina on the road 21-18, they lost on Thursday night to Tampa Bay uh, in some a somewhat type of close game, 28-22. to But, uh, I mean, aside from kind of the, the last two games, the Eagles have been giving up a lot of points, uh, uh, with the exception of when they played the Niners in Week 2 at home. Aside from that, they've... Uh, Kind of given a lot of points, so I, I see the Raiders being able to score, so I'm going to disagree, go the other way. Swallow the three points with the home team, Las Vegas Raiders. I think Derek Carr has a good game. Ruggs has a, another long touchdown, 50-plus yards in my opinion. And the Raiders uh, cover the three points. They'll say 28-24 uh, to 24 Raiders, and they move to 5-2 and two on the season. All right, that'll take us now then to the last game of Week 7, Rebound. We got the Sunday night game in prime time. Uh, we got the San Francisco 49ers, 2-3, and three, coming off their bye week, hosting the 2-4 and four Indianapolis Colts. Niners are a four-point favorite in this one. What do you think, Rebound? This is the easiest one of the week. Everyone's going to be high on Indianapolis because they beat uh, Houston, which is probably the worst team in the league right now, 31-3. The 49ers are coming off a bye. In the last game they played, they lost 17-10 to the Cardinals, and they should have won that game, too. The, the 49ers are well-rested. They're at home, and they're going to win by a touchdown easily. This is the lock of the week. Take it to the bank. Yeah, I mean, 49ers just been uh, really sluggish, even in their wins, uh, their first two wins. Uh, Aside from uh, the Detroit game, their offense has been very bad. A lot of missed third downs, a lot of missed fourth downs. Uh, I think la their last game against Arizona, they had five possessions that ended in turnover on downs. Uh, they had a, the goal line stand, an interception, just a lot of ill-timed turnovers that have uh, uh, really uh, done them in against uh, the Seahawks, against the Packers, and against the Cardinals as well. So... I, I just think it's going to be somewhat of a close game, and uh, no matter who wins, I, I'm going to I'm going to disagree with you, Rebound. I, I like the road the road team uh, getting four in in this spot, the Colts getting four, but uh, Niners I say probably win a close game. I'll say 2017 and move to three and three on the season. Alrighty, that'll wrap it up for Week 7 Scorching 6. Rebound, thank you so much for coming on. Always a pleasure. Thanks for having me on, Zebo. Everybody, thank you so much for listening. Hope you enjoy all of the Week 7 games this uh, weekend, and we'll see you guys next week for Week 8 Scorching 6.